Welcome back to another episode of I Have Issues. It's your boy Vasos, bringing you all the issues for the week of August 11th, 2021. Some good books this week, man. Some real good ones. It's been fun reading a lot of these books. Like I said, I got some nostalgia vibes on a couple. It's just great. I think you'll be surprised with what took pick of the week. Maybe you won't be, but I was certainly surprised. It wasn't it was somewhere in my top where I figured it might be, but I figured that some others were going to take the place of it, and I was proven wrong. So it's probably like my fifth choice of what I thought would be pick of the week, but it won it. But enough of that. Let's go ahead and let's get to the issues. Let me tell you about the week of August 11, 2021 from the Indies, Marvel, and DC. Let's get to my issues. Alright, starting things off with the indies this week. Up first we have Bunny Mask, issue number three. So this picks up with the uh, break-in from the last issue. Uh, three R men break into uh, Tyler and uh, uh, Rolly, Rolly, Rolly. I forget what her name is, but breaks into their apartment, and uh, so they hold them up. They have a picture of uh, Rolly's girlfriend Effie, <laughs> and uh, so you know they're about to kill him, and then uh, all of a sudden Sheriff, I believe Gates is his name, busts in and kills them. Uh, then the police show up, all this other stuff, and so the crime scene comes out. They're like, "Look, y'all are gonna have to find somewhere to stay." So Tyler goes and stays with B, and so and he stays with her for about three, four days. They don't have sex, nothing like that. And even even B's kind of like, "Hey, uh, so like, what do I have to do? <laughs> do I have to like put it in like letters? Do I gotta like write a?" put a big sign that says to have sex with me all this other stuff so but Tyler's still kind of unsure about this whole thing well then he ends up meeting up later with uh, with Sheriff they end up having they end up getting drunk and they end up talking they say hey can you you can hear the voice right because uh, Sheriff had told him that he ended up going back to the house and found and he found the cave um from all those years ago and uh, like I said so now the sheriff can hear the voices too or can hear the snitch and all those different things just like Tyler can so now they're kind of trying to figure out what they're gonna do about that how they can maybe get rid of it and all this other stuff and then Tyler ends up getting hit with the revelation that you know that B's body was still down there and so maybe this isn't the same person. So he's confused and whatnot. Uh, and then he ends up running back into the uh, back into the bunny mask. So uh, overall, I like this. This was uh, this was fun. I like this. I really like this series thus far. Definitely worth checking out. That's Bunny Mask issue number three by Aftershock Comics. Up next, we have Mighty Morphin. 
issue number 10, Boom Studios. So this issue is essentially Lord Zed's origin. You don't realize it until the very end, but this is Lord Zed's origin, how he became to be. Uh, this basically is just explains, I guess, why he has it out for Zordon. Uh, you know, they were elder guards together. I believe his trainer uh, from the looks of it and you know they disagreed with how the Zeo crystal was going to be used uh, they fought an assassin to the dark specter or an assassin for the dark specter uh, Zordon is almost killed uh, and I forget what his name is before he becomes Zed ends up telling him hey you know tells the council that we need to act you know how many more lives need to be lost while you don't do what's needed to be done course they ignore him so you know we're thinking the bigger bigger picture here not immediate and so he kind of goes to use the zeo crystal and it basically destroys him <laughs> or damn near destroys him and it you know melts him and burns him beyond all recognition and so that's kind of how the origin for lord zed explaining how he looks the way he looks now overall it was all right that is uh, mighty morphin issue number 10 up next we have WWE The New Day Power of Positivity issue number two. So I got mixed feelings about this. One, it's fun. It's you know it's entertaining. I'll give it that. It does some very, very wide imagination uh, reimagining of the New Day's origin, how they got together and all this other stuff. That I really wasn't a big fan of. Uh, they kept using the shield as their, uh, as their, uh, I guess their, how they became, who they are, and gained their identity, and all this other stuff. Which, you know, eh, it is what it is. Like I said, it it was entertaining enough, you know. Uh, I just, I don't know. I, I like the first issue a lot better, but it still was fine. I mean, like I said, it's it's aimed at kids, which I understand. Um, but again, it was okay. You know, I, I didn't have a problem with it. You know, I, the, the dialogue, though, was cringe when it came to the shield, and they didn't show Ambrose at all or Moxley. They didn't show him at all. Every time they would, they was either just his arm or, you know, his torso or they, the one time they did show his full body, it was his head was covered in pancakes <laughs> or covered in uh, uh, potatoes and stuff like that. But overall, it was okay. Basically, wraps up kind of how the new day end up finding themselves, and it has a good message. So for that, can't be too harsh on it. And again, it is a WWE comic, and it is just for fun. So that is WWE The New Day, Power of Positivity, issue number two. And I believe that is all from this series. I could be wrong, but the way it ended, it seemed like it was only ending after this issue. All right. Now moving on to Image, we have the Silver Coin, issue number five. And this wraps up the first arc. This explains 
how the coin was cursed. Basically, it was this woman, she was uh, a witch. She was practicing witchcraft and, you know, using dark magic to to heal people and to help people and things like that. Well, you know, this uh, crusader, we'll call him, comes in and he, uh, he, of course, has been a part of... I believe the Salem witch trials and all these different things. Well, he ends up, you know, realizing that she, this woman is a witch. He bribes a woman that that she helped and to help her into turning him, turning her over. He does, and they go to burn her at the stake. And of course, she curses uh, the coin that she sees the woman was paid with, which ends up being the silver coin. Um, and of course, you know, now the coin is cursed. So overall, it was cool. I liked it. And they announced that uh, at the end of this book that there will be more uh, Silver Coin uh, issues going forward from a whole new creative teams or many creators and stuff. So it was just nice to see that this book is going to continue on. That was a Silver Coin issue number five. All right. Also out from Image this week, we have Ordinary Gods issue number two. I read this number one and it was okay it was fine it just didn't drive me to want to pick up the second issue deep beyond issue number seven bitter root issue number 15 a man among ye issue number six and now going to boom we have eve number four and then we have uh, Mamo issue number two. And now switching to Aftershock. So Aftershock, we have, let's see, where is the list at? Oh, Miles to Go issue number five. Campsy the Dragon Incident issue number one. Clans of Bellari issue number two. So then the free comic book day books that come out on Saturday this year uh, we have enter the house of slaughter number one we have stray dogs a copy of stray dogs issue number one on free comic book day uh, we have we live the last days number one lady Mackinac Makina number one lady Makina uh, and just uh, just beyond monstrosities, R.L. Stein book. So yeah, that's the Indies. Let's kick on over to Marvel.
Okay, switching over to Marvel. Up first, we have America Chavez, Made in the USA, issue number five. This wraps up this five-issue miniseries. So, of course, uh, at the end of the last issue, uh, America's sister Catalina had captured uh, her adopted brother, or adoptive brother, I guess you could say, uh, Herberto, to force uh, America to basically open up another uh, portal so that she want the plan is to basically find a cure but at the same time bring back their moms and America's like I can't do that you know they're dead and she says I know we're just gonna pull them from another dimension and we're gonna go from there and America's completely against it and you know of course Catalina says you know you got to do it uh, you know or I'm gonna gonna kill your brother yada 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 so she ends up making one last portal and tries to keep uh, tries to keep Catalina from falling in well she accidentally falls in it can't save her so she decides you know what let's take care of the rest of the girls and all this other stuff so it has a happy ending I mean it was alright this, this, this issue was okay this series as a whole was good I enjoyed it um, but yeah, it, this, this, uh, this series is Dominic Toretto approved. It's about family, man. <laughs> so, like I said, overall it was fine. I enjoyed it. Uh, this issue, like I said, just kind of, eh, a little anticlimactic, but, you know, it is what it is. That is America Chavez, made in the USA, issue number five. Up next we have Daredevil, issue number 33. So, we find out that Bullseye has been cloned uh, in the, by the Kingpin, or per the Kingpin, in an attempt to try to control uh, Bullseye, or in hopes that he can control Bullseye. Of course, the clones become self-aware, all this other stuff, and they break out where they're being held. Then we go back to... Uh, Daredevil, or I'm sorry, Electra Daredevil fighting Bullseye. And they have their battle. She's been stabbed, but then she realizes that they're not trying to kill her right away. They're just trying to basically torture her. Uh, so she kind of gets the drop on them, ends up taking one of them out. Uh, but then she realizes she's pinned down by the sniper uh, Bullseye that's, that's hiding out. And so... She takes one of the guns off the other uh, bullseye, the dead corpse, and begins firing it in the air as she's been hit with a uh, with a bullet from the sniper. Well, her shooting in the air basically alerts the Avengers. The bullseyes run off. Iron Man and Spider-Man come to the rescue. Uh, and then later on, Elektra basically ends up asking Tony Stark to build her a doom, or bullseye buster, a bullseye killer. She said, yeah, bullseye killer is the word she uses. She says, metaphorically speaking, of course. So, wonder if Elektra's going to get some type of armor or something like that. That'd be kind of cool. Daredevil-inspired armor. Uh, then you go over to Matt Murdock, who has basically took over the prison, went from basically trying to bring the warden down to now he's running the prison he's in, which is kind of odd. <laughs> so... It'd be interesting. It was an odd choice. Uh, definitely not something I saw coming. But it'll be interesting to see how it goes forward. 
That is Daredevil, issue number 33. Up next, we have Spider-Man, Spider's Shadow, issue number five. This is the finale to this What If series. Um, I don't know. It was kind of cool. I liked, I liked it for the most part. I have my nitpicks with it here and there, but for the most part, I think it's pretty cool. So basically, Peter realizes, you know, we've got to... We've got to create a diversion because I can't fight all these heroes and neither can Johnny. So, and he's got to get MJ out of the way. So basically he asks uh, Human Torch to kind of create a distraction, which he does by uh, flying off with MJ while Peter searches the lab trying to find something to, um, to find something maybe he can help, you know, kill the symbiote with. And so he's doing his thing, searching through there. Johnny, you know, ends up finding Susan. Or Sue, she ends up, he ends up finding Sue. Sue joins in the battle. Peter then tells Johnny, hey, I found a, I found a weak spot. Let's do this. You got to come back. And then they end up figuring out a way to uh, basically defeat the symbiote, which was kind of ingenious and kind of cool. Uh... But we have some casualties along the way. Don't worry, none of the Peter doesn't die, neither does MJ or or Human Torch. But I like the invitation that's extended at the end of this issue. I do like that. I thought that was a nice touch. We have a new we continue on a team. Uh, but we just add a new member to replace uh, a fallen member. So I thought that was cool. Uh, and then they left it open to if they wanted to uh, keep doing this or to do another one uh, you know they, they used a, a certain villain that looks like he could in fact continue on the story so uh, I said overall I, I really really enjoyed this series I do kind of wish they would have stretched this out a little bit longer as far as the battle the fight towards the end and maybe would have done more with all the heroes being you know, infected, but overall it was still cool. I enjoyed it. That's Spider-Man, Spider's Shadow, issue number five. And finally we have X-Force, issue number 22. I really have not been enjoying all these X-Force books with Manslaughter. I thought it was Man-Thing this whole time, but it's another character named Manslaughter, created by, uh, Weapons Plus, or was it Weapon or Weapons X? I, anyway, uh, yeah, really, no, it was Weapons Plus. Anyway, so I just I really didn't care for this at all. It's the whole setup. They're blaming Krakoa. They're having somebody else with plant-based powers. All this other stuff, yada yada yada. It was boring. Like I said, I haven't cared for it this entire arc with these plant creatures since the Hellfire Gala like I said I just I haven't really cared for it it's just been been kind of blah to me so that's really the best I could say about it um, maybe it's for you wasn't for me that is X-Force issue 22 okay also out from Marvel this week we have Miles Morales Spider-Man issue number 29 
Star Wars The High Republic, issue number 8. Captain Marvel, issue 31. Children of the Atom, issue 6. X-Men Legends, issue 6. Runaways, issue number 38. We have a brand new Defenders title. Defenders, issue number 1. Fantastic Four, Life Story, issue 3. And Avengers, Tech On, number 1. Then the free comic book day books from Marvel this year. We have a Spider-Man Venom crossover, or team-up book. Uh, it's uh, Spider-Man Venom, number one. And then we have an Avengers and Hulk, number one, for free comic book day on this Saturday. All right, almost done here. Let's finish them out. Finishing things up with DC, up first we have Batman 1989, or Batman 89, issue number one. This is following up in the uh, Tim Burton Batman 89 uh, universe. So this is mostly, uh, mostly, uh, what's the right word, I guess, centered, focused around... Uh, this world's Harvey Dent. Basically, Harvey's trying to... Um, he's trying to put it into vigilanteism and all this other stuff in crime and in vigilanteism. So he's against all you know the criminals that are coming out, but he's also against Batman. Uh, he goes to Bruce Wayne to try to see if he can, you know, convince Gordon to... Uh, you know, end his partnership with Batman and all this other stuff, or force him to resign if he doesn't, those type of things. Um, and also in this world, Harvey Dent is engaged to Barbara Gordon, which I felt was a little weird. But, hey, you know, good. I guess uh, that hadn't been done before, so why not? Uh, it's certainly fresh ground there. So, all this other stuff and the art is fantastic I really like it I like seeing you know the Michael Keaton Batman uh, in a comic book I really do um, but yeah it was it was fun I enjoyed it um, looks like Batman is in a tough spot and it looks like we're gonna get introduced to a uh, to a to a certain partner in a different direction you know we're going to go in a different direction uh, for the 89 universe. But, like I said, it was cool. I enjoyed it. That is, it gives me nice nostalgia vibes. That's Batman 89, issue number one. Up next, we have Batman, The Adventures Continue, season two, issue number three. This is basically uh, focused around Batgirl and Huntress. I'm not gonna lie at first I really thought this was gonna end up being like the killing joke uh, the movie the killing joke with the tension between Batgirl and Batman I thought oh boy here we go this is gonna end this uh, this issue is gonna end with them having sex on top of a roof <laughs> somewhere 
<laughs> but it didn't go into that. It didn't go that far, which thank God it didn't. Um, but yeah, so basically Batgirl is looking, is going after, uh, I believe this guy's name is Billy Tats. I could be wrong, or they just call him Tats. Uh, basically, he's a hitman. They're trying to get him to flip on Black Mask and all this other stuff. And um, so Barbara's going after him. Batman doesn't want her going after him because he put Commissioner Gordon in the hospital and all this other stuff. So he feels it's personal and that she won't be able to hold herself back. Meanwhile, the Huntress is after uh, Tats as well. So it's basically this whole task of we keep him alive to answer, you know, to give us the answers we need and all this other stuff. And of course, Batman makes a save getting towards the end. But Overall, it was fun. really was fun. Again, it felt like a Batman the Animated Series uh, episode. Uh, and yeah, it was just, it was cool. It was, I enjoyed it. At first, I really wasn't feeling it, but then as it got further and further along, I started to enjoy it. That is uh, Batman The Adventures Continue, Season 2, Issue Number 3. Up next, we have Batman Urban Legends, Issue Number 6. Some controversy in this one, but we'll get to that. Uh, the first, the Red Hood story, tied up really nicely. Um, Red Hood basically goes and steals one of Bruce's old bat suits to help fight against Freeze. And, uh, you know, he gets doused with the, with the cheer gas. And he it's a smaller dose, but Batman's been hit with this huge... Uh, dosage of it and basically it shows Batman happiness which Bruce has never truly experienced um, and all this other stuff but you know Jason shoots him with an antidote uh, so this ended on a really nice note like I said I, I like where this ended and I like how we're not gonna get uh, a Mortal Kombat uh, Red Hood anymore it looks like looks like we're going back to the old costume Bruce kind of as a piece uh, peace treaty type of thing so I, I like that I really really enjoyed that story the story was great I think that wrapped it up very very well uh, then there's a zealot story which I don't really know much about I'm assuming this is from like wildcats and stuff like that could be wrong it was okay yeah you know didn't do much for me you know I didn't really have a connection with the characters, so I thought it was just kind of meh the Tim Drake story is where the controversy ensues because it in, it implies that Tim, or I don't know if it implies it definitely says Tim Drake is either bisexual or gay. You know he rescues uh, his friend, uh, but then he realizes that maybe he likes him more than just a friend. He's not sure. He's confused as to what he's supposed to be. Why would he just out of the blue break up with his girlfriend and all this other stuff? Which this will. Uh, pick back up in issue 10 this particular story but here's my take on it it doesn't bother me at all that they decided they're gonna make Tim Drake bisexual or gay or whatever it's just you know look I, I just I'm not a fan of them shoehorning and trying to turn characters into something that they have that they haven't been now if it's an alternate reality by all means do it by all means have your fun that doesn't bother me. Uh, now, if they're trying to fit into continuity, that's kind of where it becomes an issue, because it's like, hey, man, especially with these new character, with these characters that have been around for a while, it's like, mm, kind of hard to make that work, bro. 
but you know like I said if it's just an idea of him he doesn't know okay you know but again I get it in inclusivity or, or inclusivity I guess is inclusion that's the better word inclusion I understand but you've already got a you know an L LGBTQ uh, member of the bat family you know in Batwoman but I guess if you're trying to make it the immediate immediate bat family with the Robins okay I understand can't do it with Damien he's too young um, can't do it with uh, with Dick he's been established not to be that way uh, and Jason same way you know you go with the <laughs> with the third with the uh, um, the third oldest Robin I guess but yeah so overall was fine uh, and then the Black Canary story at the end was really, really good. I really enjoyed that. Uh, basically, she is going undercover to try to infiltrate this new company called Trust that was buying up, uh, I believe, all the Joker War stuff. Armors and cars and things like that. It's basically Batman's technology from Wayne Tech that the Joker took. They're buying it all up. Uh, Oracle sends Black Canary undercover. Um, and it's funny because, uh, you know, Black Canary is just trying to be undercover and then ends up having to step in uh, and save the people she's going to work for. And I just, overall, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was cool. I liked the twist at the end of that particular story. So it was great. Uh, I'm looking forward to reading this Black Canary one. That's, uh, so that concludes Batman Urban Legends issue number six. Okay, up next we have Challenge of the Super Sons, issue number seven. I'm sorry, issue number five. This is where Jonathan and Damien go save Aquaman. That's right, they save Aquaman from a uh, dark kraken, I believe is what it is. So it was kind of cool they end up saving him there. The fight with the kraken is pretty cool. The, the dialogue back and forth between uh, Damien and John was funny. Um, but then they think, okay, so there's only two scrolls left. It's got to be our dads, right? Eh, not so much. So, be interesting to see how they get out of this. Uh, like I said, overall, it was just fun. You know, not a whole lot happened other than them saving that and finding out that, uh, that, uh, they're next. <laughs> that is Challenge of the Super Sons, issue 5. Up next, we have Detective Comics issue 1041 with a backup story entitled The Road to Task Force Z. So basically, Batman, Batman's going back to his uh, underground micro caves and he's finding that a lot of them have been destroyed. Either uh, they've been collapsed on or somebody tried to uh, infiltrate them and they self-destructed. So he's goes and he finds a new suit which I really like he goes back and grabs one of his older suits and one of his few remaining micro caves uh, his the uh, the blue and gray suit the old suit from the 70s I thought that was pretty cool nice touch uh, worth the penguin and um, a bunch of other underground mobsters have kind of formed their own type of jury <laughs> if you will, and they want to have Batman bring Bruce Wayne in for trial, so to speak. Uh, not realizing, of course, that Bruce and Batman are one and the same. Batman, of course, refuses. 
and all the while in the background you're explaining kind of where Vial is and what they're doing. They're kind of running experiments on him and things like that. Um, and Batman basically tells them, I'm not turning in Bruce Wayne. You know, this this jury is tainted. It's a bull, Basically, it's bullshit. Worth, of course, is fuck this. I'm tired of this. And I'm tired of you. And Bruce Wayne needs to pay. You know. And basically, all the the mob turns on him. Everybody in the in the audience, so to speak, kind of turns and starts shooting shooting at Batman. Um, and yeah, it ends with a nice surprise hook, and I like where that's going. As far as the backup story, the Task Force Z backup story, yeah, it was okay. You know, Deb Donovan is basically researching another story. Uh, an assassin tells her, "Hey, you shouldn't follow up on this." Blah blah blah. Batman tells her you don't need to follow up on this story, yada, yada, yada. Uh, meanwhile, she ends up getting a visitor in her apartment <laughs> who just got some fresh uh, fresh duds. You know, got got his old suit back and is sitting in there chilling, eating her cereal. So it was okay. I liked the end, but other than that, it was just okay for the backup story. But as far as the detective comic story, great, fantastic. Loved it. That is Detective Comics issue 1041. Up next, we have Future State Gotham, issue number four. This is basically uh, Harley versus Punchline. Um, and, you know, Harley's trying to take her down. There's another uh, peacekeeper, I guess, that's trying to come up through the ranks and is going to try to take them both down. Uh, so you've kind of got this uh, this three-way dance going. Um Harley ends up, of course, capturing Punchline. She's like, why are you still following our ex? You know, you need to leave him alone because, you know, he's just going to get you killed and lead you down a road of nothing. And basically, Punchline's like, look, I'm not worried about the Joker. I'm worried about the new Joker. So apparently there's a new Joker coming around. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then there was a, a Batman black and white story, which, you know, was basically all was all pictures, no hardly any dialogue until the very end, but that was just alright. It was just a big fight, which was, you know, kind of cool to see the way it was drawn, but, yeah. Like I said, the Future State Gotham was just kind of, meh, it was alright. It was, it was just there. That's Future State Gotham, issue number four. Up next, we have Infinite Frontier, issue number four. I like this because it showed a different dynamic to the Batman and Superman uh, kinship. So this is President Superman, Calvin Ellis, and Thomas Wayne, Flashpoint Batman basically working together which I thought was really really cool uh, you get that cool dynamic you know they're kind of filling each other out seeing if they can trust each other which is cool I like that uh, meanwhile you've got um, bones basically or director bones find out he's kind of behind a little more shit than you realize uh, obsidian and uh, Alan Scott are kind of captured they're gonna be taken into the bleed where find out where Jade is with her team of JSA characters as they're trying to kind of stop uh, or try to calm down uh, Roy Harper who has you know, managed to regain control of the Black Lantern ring um, but come to find out they're actually all transported to Earth uh, Omega which is where Darkseid is, apparently. Uh, and it looks like uh, there was a traitor also in the uh, 
the Justice Incarnate. So it appears. And it looks like they might be working for Darkseid as well. So, overall, it was fun. I really enjoyed this issue. There's still kind of a lot of stuff I'm not 100% behind or understand as far as characters or plot points and things like that. But, I really like this issue. I really did. I like the whole dynamic behind it. So, that's Infinite Frontier, issue number four. Up next, we have Joker, issue number six, James Tinian, with a punchline backup story. So this is basically just a new status quo, a new arc. And Joker is basically setting Gordon down a new road. And basically Gordon is trying to... Um, he's trying to get his ducks in a row. Figuring that maybe he'll have to bend the rules a little bit. He'll have to maybe act like his benefactor. But then also try to keep things aligned with how he believes okay I mean it, it this definitely was not the strongest issue of Joker for me there's a lot of Gordon uh, there's a lot of, it was all Gordon essentially in this issue except for maybe the last page or two um, but it was fine it was fine it was a lot of setup for what's going forward um, so that's fine uh, the punchline story basically uh, she knows that uh, Bluebird or Harper Row is infiltrated the prison to try to keep tabs on her and all this other stuff so it was okay you know that one was all right but yeah overall joker this was just kind of a kind of a meh it was kind of a meh but still was fine joker issue six and finally we have rorschach issue number 11 now this was a whole lot of just spinning the wheels basically the detective is he's having a conversation it looks like the way Tom King draws, he's having a conversation with the kid and with Will Meyerson, seemingly at the same time in the past. You know, you know, it's oh, so and so setting up this person to make it look like they're trying to do this and that they're trying to do that when really Turley is, or not Turley, the other guy is, you know, controlled by the squids and all this other stuff. It's it's just a whole big setup to basically try to force the detective to take up the Rorschach mantle, essentially is what it is. Um, and that's it. <laughs> that's the entire issue is them having this conversation of how all this evidence is kind of bullshit and how it's just coincidental maybe and how everybody's trying to work everybody. I don't know. Like I said, it was, it was different, but the finale is almost there. You only got one issue left. Might as well finish it out. That is Rorschach, issue number 11. All right, also out from DC this week, we have Wonder Woman, issue 777. That's a lot. Did not pick that up this week. Uh, we have I Am Batman, issue number zero, which is the Jace Fox, which I am not interested in reading anymore. Uh, then we have Pennyworth, issue number one. Then we have Batman Scooby-Doo Mysteries, issue number five. And we have a free comic book day. It's a Suicide Squad King Shark. Is the free comic book day book for DC. So yeah. And we've got one more book. Pick of the week from DC. It's the Justice League. The Last Ride. Issue 4. Coming at you. Real soon.
And pick of the week is Justice League The Last Ride, issue number four. So we start out in the past. John Jones narrates. We only have a moment before Darkseid's army gets through. Batman says, I can't see a way to shut down the, bo the boom nukes before the launch for Earth, John. Maybe. Maybe the focus needs to be on Earth. Diffusing the bombs as they teleport in. John cuts him off. Says, There's no way of telling where they'll appear, though. We need to depower them before. Batman turns and runs back to the computer. He says, that's it. Hold them off as long as you can, John. John turns around. Wait. What's the... As the door explodes. And out walks Calabac. He then says, well, well, well. You're a long way from home, Martian. John, eyes lighting up, shoots his heat rays. My home is Earth, and I will stand past today, Calabac. Calabac swings his club, hitting John in the head. He then says, It will stand as a monument to my father, Martian. <laughs> Batman. Working aimlessly on the computer, trying to buy time. He says, Come on, damn it, where? Wonder Woman, we need you. As he as he fights off a parademon. We then sh cut over to Wonder Woman. In her armor, trying to pick herself up. Batman continues. We can't shut down the bomb nukes. Diana radios back. That's <coughs> that's not good, Bruce. Batman then says, but we can cut the power supply. We need to shut down Apocalypse. I've located the planet's main source of power in the core. I'm overriding its failsafes, but I need someone to tear through the safety hatch to drain it. Diana, picking herself up with assistance from Nubia, she says, I can try, <laughs> but I've sustained injuries and... John comes in, smashes the parademon behind Batman, tells him, I'll do it. You hear a no from Superman, who's fighting uh, Darkseid on Oa. Superman says, John, your weakness is fire. This will kill you. I'll do it. Batman then radios back. Oa's too far away, Superman. You won't make it in time. John is right. He needs to shut this down. Superman says, no! There's got to be another way. Darkseid laughs. Ha 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 ha. Talking to your friends, Kryptonian. Your heroes. Extinguishing like candles after one, after one, after another. Millions of light years away. Fragile distractions. Which is why you fail. As Darkseid begins to beat onto Superman. Superman radios back. Please, Bruce, don't let him. Batman says, Section G-17, two miles east of here. I've opened the gates leading to the core. I'll stay here and make sure no one tries to close the gates. John says, thank you. Batman turns to him. John, I'm... I'm sorry. I wish I could have found a better... Martian Manhunter sticks his hand out shakes Bruce's hand. 
says, I know, old friend. I know. As he flies out of the chamber. Superman radios, Damn it, Bruce! Don't let him... As he takes another punch from Darkseid. Darkseid said, Earth is gone. Your friends are dead. And the power of Oa is Darkseid's. John then going down into the core of Apocalypse. Radio's back. I found the tunnel, Batman, and the hatch. Batman says, it's designed for heat, not impact. You should be able to force your way in as Superman radios back. Bruce, don't let him do this. Bruce! Green Lantern, who now has Darkseid's attention, blocking with a construct shield, says, Superman, get your head in the game. We need to save Oa. Superman. Superman! But Clark is distracted. Diana, picking herself up, says, I'm, I'm on my way, John. <coughs> I can... John radios back. It's okay, Diana. It's okay. We all live with this possibility. We're all prepared for it. As Superman takes off, trying to stop John. Green Lantern, Hal Jordan says, Superman! John begins tearing away at the hatch. He continues on, you are the greatest people I've ever known. And it's one thing to simply know great people, but it's another to be able to call them friends. As Superman rushing towards Apocalypse, yelling, John, I'm coming, don't. Please, you don't have to. As John gets the hatch open, now the heat destroying him around. He says, thank you for everything, friends. I'll see you on the other side. Superman is too late. Diana looks up. She says, great Hera. As the power unleashes over the planet. Now... Fast forward to today. John Stewart says, well, this is something. All headed straight to Apocalypse. Wonder Woman says, surely no coincidence. Shall we attempt diplomacy? John then creates a construct. Construct says, attention, you have entered restricted area. Turn around or we will have no choice but to disable your ships. As the ships begin to open fire, Diana says, All right, there's our answer. Here's the plan. We make sure no one loses life while we make these ships inoperable. As they begin to take down the fleet, Jon Stewart says, Sounds like a plan to me. Uh-oh. Looks like we've got some company, Diana. As smaller troops begin to head out of the ships, this Wonder Woman then says, Then let us show them. The Justice League does not bluff. Switching over to Hal Jordan in Batman. Hal says, So, can we even activate Apocalypse's defenses without the planet's power? Batman says, That's why you're here. We need energy. You can supply it. You're a walking power battery now. Hal says, True. I could. As Batman looks at his schematics on his wrist, he says, Wait. As the booby traps start to fall, Hal says, huh, 
Good catch. Batman says, most of the booby traps no longer work, since everything here is on limited backup power. And I mapped them out the last time. The last time I was here. House is Bruce. Nobody blames you for what happened. Batman scowls. One of you does. House says, he's... You know he just blames himself, right? He wants to be everywhere at all times, saving people. Batman says, Superman wants to be in the right place at the right time. But I should have been two steps ahead, so that I could lead him to the right place. He blames me. And he's right. As Wally comes running in, Coast is clear. What'd I miss? Superman sitting against the wall. Says nothing much. Just perverse worldviews of Lobo. It's Lobo from his cell. Glasses. <laughs> nothing perverse about it, Blue. Y'all think you're God's gifts. That you're palling around, around on a planet you killed. Wally says, I moved the League. The League moved around all Apocalypse's residents off-planet after. He doesn't get to finish his sentence. Lobo cuts him off. He says, you destroyed their home. <laughs> and look at you. Bunch of has them besatchets. Blowing up worlds. Cause their natural residents are some grade A uggos. Wally says, that's... That's not... Superman says, don't let him get in your head, Flash. Lobo is murderous trash. Lobo says, sweet talker. Is that what I is that cuz I called you handsome? Superman says, and now you'll stand trouble for the all the deaths for murdering the new dogs. Lobo says, "Oh, come on. I'm just a bounty hunter. Sure, I fragged my share of bounty, but I ain't no hired killer. Hunting is business, killing is pleasure. Ha. I just brought him what was left of him to my client. He's the one who finished the job." Superman says, Then who is your client? Lobo laughs. Ha! A gentleman never tells. <laughs> Superman says, Even if you didn't kill them, you're just as complicit as whoever did. Superman tries to scold Lobo. Lobo then says, Oh yeah? You saying the guy who sends chumps to their deaths is as bad as the cause of death? Cause I've been listening in on you losers. And it sounds real familiar there, Blue. <laughs> Back to Wonder Woman and Jon Stewart. Diana fighting troops. She says, John, they keep sending their soldiers. Have you disabled the fleet yet? John says, almost. A couple more. And these ships aren't going anywhere. As John takes a huge punch. Flying into the ship. As Mongol then steps out and says, Wonder Woman, aren't you out of your jurisdiction? Diana breaks off control of the troops. She says, Mongol. Then we then cut back to Flash and Superman. Flash walks out. So wait a second. If Lobo didn't kill the new gods, who did? And can we really believe in? Superman says, I'm not sure. Lobo tends to be pretty blunt. Preferring violence to lies. But there are suspicions that the corpse have been looking into. 
It was thought that whoever hired Lobo wanted to take over the New God's planet of New Genesis. But Mahal made sure the United Planet stepped in to protect it and its people. Flash says, so the biggest murder in the universe and no follow-up. This feels like a trap. I know I'm not as detective-y as Batman or, the war or a strategist like Wonder Woman, but this isn't right. It doesn't feel right. Clark then looks up at the sky and says, I, oh God. So Wally says, what? What is it? Superman says, on the horizon. You might be right, Wally. Because we've got company. And in rides Cyborg Superman with Brainiac Tech. Riding in, Mad Max style, ready to take over the planet. And that's how the issue ends. Like I said, real fun, real good issue, reads really fast. The artwork is phenomenal. This whole series has been great, and I like the the flashback to what happened to Martian Manhunter, why Superman and Batman don't get along. Like I said, this was great, fantastic issue. Chip Zdarsky killed it so far on this series, and I really enjoyed it. Pick of the week for August 11th, 2021, Justice League The Last Ride, issue four. and that's going to do it for this week Justice League The Last Ride Issue 4 Taking Home Pick of the Week some good good runner ups too man some good choices like I said Justice League The Last Ride really was not my first choice for what I thought would be Pick of the Week I thought it had a good chance but I didn't think it was going to make it I really didn't like I said that was probably like my 4th or 5th choice that I thought would be Pick of the Week but I thought it would be in the top 5 but I didn't think it'd be number one. But it was a good, it was a good, uh, it felt good to be wrong for once. <laughs> but yeah, so book's fantastic. There's a lot of good stuff this week. Uh, you guys should definitely check it out. And don't forget, free comic book day this Saturday, August the 14th. That's right, free comic book day is in August this year. So be sure to go into your local comic shop, pick up uh, your free comic book day books perfect time to introduce somebody new that hasn't reading that hasn't read comics before perfect time to get some free stuff let them see what they like what they don't like all that good stuff oh yeah by the way there's a batman free comic book day uh, batman number one free comic book day intro to fear state check that out as well also check out the facebook and instagram pages both are at i.have.issues.comics check those out give a like and follow there then Go over and subscribe wherever you listen to the podcast on, wherever it may be, Apple, Spotify, Google, that good stuff. Give a like and follow there. And head over to my eBay page at JUS slash CAV. And yeah, buy a book for me from there. Gotta say, Bell County Comic Con was a lot of fun last week. So I look forward to seeing you guys this week on the live stream on Sundays. All right, I'm out of here. Thank you for joining me, and I'll be back next week with more I Have Issues.